Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is Mike. Uh, I am uh, introducing this all incorrectly, so I'm going to start that over. Yeah, okay. Let's do it again. All right, here we go. One, two, three. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Bois. Bois. I'm Mike, uh, and I'm here with Rusty. Rusty. And I'm Rusty, yeah. Rusty, uh, welcome to Friday. It uh, is a Friday episode. It yeah, is a yeah, yeah. That Ain't Right Friday. That Ain't Right Friday. And we got a boy that just ain't right on the line <laughs> with us today. Uh, uh, one of our we have uh, our stats geek extraordinaire. Yeah, one of our uh, long time m- might be one of the first. He fans was to one of the first ones. Yeah, absolutely. To certainly to communicate handful. back and forth with us. Like yeah, this. for yeah. sure, for yeah. sure. Artie, are you there? We're Tanya. Hey, Artie, Artie, what's up, Artie? Dude, uh, number one, I just want to say thank you so much for all the work you do. Uh, you do you do a great job getting us all the facts and stuff, and I know that. Rusty has talked about how it's just really increased in the quality uh, over the over the episodes that we've yeah, done. Yeah, too. yeah, yeah. He's uh, he went from uh, Facebook messages with the information, and now he's escalated to Word docs. So we're getting documents. So yeah, we're getting well, a we're new computer. You got a new computer. <laughs> there you go. That's wonderful. Well, Artie, uh, we brought you on because uh, you know on Fridays we do some some stuff that's a little different than uh, than our normal episodes. And uh, we wanted to uh, to talk to you about like what what got you into this. What what is the King of the Hill hook for you, and why our show? Well, King of the Hill, Hank Hill, basically is a prototype of my father. Oh, and in this episode that we're going to be doing coming up soon, the Horrors of Shop, yeah, um, is a perfect example where he says something along the lines of. How would that look? Hank Hill found dead, not working. <laughs> that's right. That's, that's right. my dad in a nutshell. That yeah, is my yeah, dad yeah. in a nutshell. Yeah, that's great. That's beautiful. And, and I was always like Bobby, creative, a little more athletic than Bobby. I played sports and stuff, but okay. I was definitely a creative writing guy yeah. and wrote poems and goofed around. And my dad was a mechanic, and I didn't want to be in the garage with him sure. doing that. I'd rather be upstairs watching TV and laughing at comedies and so, trying to write my own sitcoms and 
So, Artie, they really just identified with me. You don't have to necessarily tell us what specifically you do or did, but uh, tell us kind of the general area. What what did you do for most of your life? Like, what what was your job? What was the thing that you that you did? Uh, I grew up in Syracuse, mm-hmm. and then I went to school in Boston. Okay, and then I ended up being a bartender basically for about thirty years. And wow. I, I lived in Atlanta and a little bit of Nashville. And then I was back in Boston, and then I went out to Hawaii for 13 years. Wow! All with the Hard Rock Cafe. So, oh, so you were? Oh, okay. Yeah. I got my miles in, you know, and I got my people skills in, and all that kind of stuff. So I've been around, and I met a lot of people. And I was in Hawaii when King of the Hill came on. Yeah. And when it first started, and it was, it was awesome. It just caught my attention. It was well written, and it got better and better every year. And I think we're getting into the meat of the seasons. Yeah, we are. Yeah, yeah, we're leaning into it right now. We're definitely getting into some of my favorite episodes. The first three Uh, seasons are always going to be iconic for me. That's always going to be the best chunk of three seasons. But we're getting into some really hearty stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, the first three seasons are like the foundation, and now we're starting to like. Put, you know, change the paint on the you, house. You get three, yeah. You flare. get three seasons into any sitcom, and now you're talking about characters you know. You can do things based on their proclivities. You know, you, you yeah. You know these people at this point, right? And so you you get into that meat of the situation. Like I told Rusty, I've been rewatching Parks and Rec, and uh, the third season is is my favorite. Because at that point, they, they get rid of some people. Yeah, they yeah, some exactly. New people in, Mark Bra- focusing more on these guys. Yep, Mark Brandanowitz is gone, and now they bring in uh, Chris cried. Chris Traeger, and they yeah. bring in uh, Adam Scott, and so it's. I it's, like Adam Scott though. It's I a hell like of a his, show. Uh, I like his character in that show. Yeah, yeah. that's a good you show all too. Either know his name, Adam I'm Scott. Giving him such a disrespect right now. Rob Lowe. Ben Wyatt. Yeah, Ben Wyatt. Oh, ben Adam, Wyatt. Yeah, 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 Ben Wyatt. Sure, yeah. sure, sure. No, we're not trying. We're not trying to disrespect it. Yeah, that's yeah, Mason. That's Mason. Oh, yeah. Hi, Artie. Sorry, Hello, I didn't mean to jump in just now. <laughs> no, you're the man, dude. <laughs> Thank you, that's man. Great. I, I wish I had your job. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Mason. Mason doesn't. Uh, uh, he wishes you had his job too. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. Mason, man. Yeah, Mason. Hell of a guy. Hell of Mason's a guy. been a been a hell of a boon for us uh, to come in and and produce this thing, and and we really appreciate all of his skills and, yeah, and I really, work. I really don't know where it would be with Adam. Sometimes. Well, I like that he sits in the background, and you guys. Do your thing, and every once in a while, he yeah. plays in. You know, and that's what yeah. I do sitting at home listening. That's uh, that's what I'm doing on Spotify and doing my walk and piping in. That's, that's how good. I got right into you guys in the first place. And I was like, how do you not know that? You're that's right. from Texas. That's but right. You do know that. Yeah. I, the more we got to know each other, the more you got into the show, the more you guys. I don't know, start to express yourselves a little bit more, too. You know? Oh, so sure. That yeah. so better. Well, well, let me ask you this. Uh, uh, Artie, just real quick, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bust in, but Artie, just to, to that point, you even these type shows, podcasts and stuff, you don't know what they are until you get into the meat of them. You know, I mean, you can start with the best in, of intentions, but until you get into the meat of it and you find all the characters and the players and all that stuff in your show, you don't really right. know what they are. Yeah. You guys are yeah. hitting your groove now, too. Yeah, yeah we're getting yeah. into a groove. Uh, just like the show. We're charting in other countries, so that that's definitely groovy. If 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 nothing else, so what uh, the question I got for you now is: so uh, how did you go about finding our show? Where did you? Was it a hashtag somewhere that you clicked on, or something that took you to it? Or? Maybe a brain aneurysm. Yeah. Well, I first started. I first started like getting in a podcast when I started walking, and yeah. then I started looking for things that interested me, mm-hmm. and then I started to think like, what about TV shows that interested me? Yeah. 
So I looked up King of the Hill, and there was a couple out there, and I tried them, and I didn't really like them because yeah. I didn't think that the people that watched it were watching it. Like, I started watching it from the beginning. Mm-hmm. So every time I see it, it's like the 15th time I've seen it. I That's already right. know the line is coming, <laughs> and I'm laughing yeah. at it before it's said. Yeah. But they're looking at it like the first time they're seeing it, and they don't know the characters. So I'll get a little bummed out, and then I listen to you guys, and you guys were just a couple of guys from Texas. That's right. Talking about a family from Texas. It all sounded more natural. And you guys were given insights from being in Texas. All the little stuff that I don't know because I can watch a show from now forever. I don't know those little Texas in- Yeah, well, there's a couple of them that there was a couple of them that just came up. Yeah, yeah, there was a couple of them that came up in the episode that we just recorded. We just recorded episode three and uh, for season four, and uh, they got the jackalope, Mm -hmm. which you're a little older, so you might know what a jackalope is. But a lot of people might not know what a jackalope is. That's pretty western. Not, I'm not just going to put it for Texas, but it's a pretty western thing. Texas, New Mexico, Arizona. Jackalope killed my mother. I only know a jackalope because I worked for a Tex-Mex restaurant for a couple of years. Oh, really? There you go. There you there go. You go. Yeah, that's yeah, it. That'll, that's that'll it. get you learned up. So uh, nobody, nobody else knew what that was until they worked there and went in the restaurant. You know? Yeah. Well, let me tell you, Rusty, uh, eating healthy used to be a struggle for me, but that was before I discovered the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. The Blendjet 2. Now when fast food temptation strikes, I just blend up a delicious and nutritious protein shaker smoothie. You know, they gave us a whole bunch of those uh, little packages that came with the blender. Yeah. And there's some really good flavors in there. I mean, there's some like that matcha thing. The green matcha? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, those are pretty damn good. Uh, Blendjet 2 is portable, so you can blend up smoothies at work, uh, a protein shake at the gym, or even a margarita on the beach. Mm. It's small enough to fit uh, in a cup holder, but powerful enough to blast through ingredients like ice and frozen fruit with ease. Maybe a human thumb. Don't. It doesn't. Don't put your thumb in it. Blendjet 2 is whisper quiet, so you can make your morning smoothie without waking up the whole house. Lasts for 15-plus blends and recharges quickly via USB-C, which has saved us all. There's nothing worse than turning that USB thing over and over and over and over and then finally finding how it plugs in, you know? Oh, yeah. I don't USB-C like that saved yes. us, saved USB-C us saved us all. Best of all, Blendjet 2 cleans itself. <laughs> Just blend water with a drop of soap and you're good to go. Uh, there's 30 plus colors and patterns to choose from. There's a Blendjet 2 to complement just about any style. I have, um, we have a pink one? Lavender. Oh, I think ours is lavender. Uh, yeah. Mine is the Toy Story Aliens. Oh, yeah. It's like the Pizza Planet one. Ooh, yeah. that Ooh. one. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah, they've got some really cool uh, um, colors, and yeah. but I really like the patterns. I know one of the people here got one that looks like Woody the Sheriff. Is there a code mm-hmm. with them? There is a code. What are you waiting for? Go to blendjet.com and glab, gra- <laughs> grab yours glibity, today. Glibity glab glob. it today. Glibity, glibity, glob. Uh, and when you do glab it, uh, make sure you use the promo code. B-W-A-A-A-1-2. That's to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. No other portable blender on the market comes close to the quality, power, and innovation of the Blendjet 2. They guarantee you'll love it or your money back. Blend anytime, anywhere with the Blendjet 2 Portable Blender. Go to Blendjet.com and use the code BWAAA12 to get 12% off your order and free two-day shipping. Shop today and get the best deal ever. Blendjet 2, formerly known as Blendjet. (laughs) Hey, everyone. It's me, your puzzle-loving pal. Did you know I was a puzzle-loving pal? I didn't know you were a (laughs) puzzle-loving pal. I got to tell you about my latest obsession. It's Wongo Puzzles. Uh, These things are the real deal. 
They are high-quality, handcrafted, and perfect for anyone who loves a good challenge but doesn't want to dedicate their entire kitchen table to puzzles for a week. Trust me, I have been there. I will tell you this. Uh, my parents, you know, they're very old and decrepit, and uh, they make uh, they, they do puzzles all the damn time. Yeah. Like, there's always a table that what has, like, an unfinished do, right? puzzle. <laughs> yeah, it's either that or, I don't know. Die. <laughs> feel, feel your bones. Uh, so they these puzzles, these Wongo puzzles, they are 100% wooden. Uh, the last forever. Uh, each piece is hand drawn. Just think about that for a second. Each piece is hand, hand drawn. drawn. So no two pieces are the same, and you'll discover some fun whimsy pieces as you work through it. Whimsy. They come in a custom wooden box, which is perfect for storage and gifting. You know, before we started doing this, I didn't realize how many people I know already have these Wongo puzzles. I mean, they're they're apparently pretty. pretty you can't go wherever Juan go. <laughs> With uh, stunning designs and unique shapes, Wongo puzzles are a cut above the rest. I loved doing the snow globe puzzle myself. It was great to pull out a puzzle and be done in a night and not have it on the table for a week. Uh, what, so what are you waiting for? Let's go to Wongo Puzzles, W-O-N-G-O Puzzles.com and pick a puzzle today. And be sure to use the promo code B-W-A-A-A for 10% off your order. It's the most fun you'll have with a puzzle guaranteed or your money back. Go to W-O-N-G-O puzzles.com and use your code B-W-A-A-A to get 10% off your order and get puzzling right now. Hey, Rusty, did you know that you could be putting oil and chemicals in your coffee? No, I, mean, I didn't know that. I mean, I love coffee creamer, but I don't think I've ever turned a bottle around to actually see what's inside. You know, recently I did, and I found out many of my favorite creamers, like especially the one my wife used to use, uh, they contain ingredients I would never intentionally add to my coffee cup, like canola oil, Ooh. dipotassium phosphate, whatever Sounds that is, terrible. artificial flavors. I don't, I can't take artificial flavors a lot of the time. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm good on any flavoring. Taste, they taste gross. I like, I don't like flavors in my coffee. I like, co I like the earth and flavor of coffee. I mean, I love coffee. Don't get me wrong. I, I do love it. I just, uh, I don't like all that crap in my coffee, right? Yeah, no, it does that. So let me tell you about Laird Superfoods then. Uh, they have better ingredients, amazing taste, and functional benefits. Uh, Laird Superfood creamers are crafted from the highest quality all-natural real food ingredients. All Laird products are sustainably sourced and thoroughly tested to ensure that you're incorporating the cleanest, finest fuel into your routine. Now, they're all-natural. They've got whole food ingredients. Uh, they contain naturally occurring MCTs from coconut oil. And everybody tells you coconut oil is good for you. Mm -hmm. There's no artificial flavors, no colors, no additives, uh, no sugar from highly refined corn syrup. So that's a big deal right there. Um, if you take one thing you do every day and make it better, Laird developed his creamer himself to stay powered for a day on the waves. He was a big wave surfer, Laird Hamilton was, and he needed a morning fuel that could allow him to spend the entire day chasing the ultimate wave. So he made this creamer, and it is, uh, it's, it's crazy, crazy good. Uh, Laird sources high-quality plant-based ingredients globally and puts an emphasis on U.S. sources whenever possible. They aim to source responsibly and sustainably and believe that the food you consume should be as good for the earth as they are for you. They have honest and transparent products and labels. Uh, if you try it, you won't go back. Um, they have functional superfood creamers, instant lattes, and prebiotic greens. They have a variety of snacks and supplements full of wholesome plant-based ingredients to keep you charged for wherever life takes you. So to get a deal on Laird Superfoods, I need you to go to zen.ai 
BWAAA King of the Hill. So that's zen.ai slash BWAAA King of the Hill. And your offer code there is BWAAA. So Laird Superfoods makes a better creamer that keeps you powered all day and it's better for you, the earth, and your coffee. What do you say, Rusty? You want to go get some coffee? Mmm. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, Rusty. Yeah. Did you know that dehydration is the leading cause of daytime fatigue? Oh, no. I don't know about you, but like 2, 33 o'clock, I just hit a wall almost every day. I was shocked to learn that even mild dehydration can cause headaches, muscle weakness, brain fog. But luckily, there's a cure. Oh, there is? Uh, actually, I should have said there's a solution. It's called cure. Cure hydration. Uh, the Cure Hydration is an oral rehydration solution, or ORS, uh, that contains the perfect balance of electrolytes. You know how important that is because plants crave it. Super important. And glucose to help your body absorb water and rehydrate quickly. The formula is made with all natural ingredients like coconut water powder and pink Himalayan salt. And it is free from artificial flavors, sweeteners, and preservatives. Cure Hydration is vegan gluten-free, and non-GMO. That makes it a great option for anyone with dietary restrictions and preferences. Uh, The packets that they give you, they're convenient. They're easy to use. You just mix them with water and drink. They're perfect for on-the-go, travel, or anytime you need quick hydration. Uh, Hydration is more than just drinking water, Rusty. It is, uh, that's what Lauren Picasso, a lifelong endurance athlete, discovered as she struggled to stay hydrated no matter how much water she drank. I've known people like that. My wife wife drinks so much water, it's crazy. Lauren found Cure, a science-backed electrolyte drink mix to make hydration easy for everyone. Uh, Cure believes that hydration should be simple and effective, but also clean and natural. That's why they only use the highest ingredients and quality plant-based stuff to avoid any artificial or harmful additives. They're committed to transparency and honesty. All of their ingredients are clearly listed on their website and packaging, and they're always happy to answer any questions or concerns. So are you ready to combat dehydration? Absolutely. You, you can try Cure today and feel difference for feel the difference for yourself. Use your code. B-W-A-A-A. <laughs> Sorry, I'm blank. You're good. For 20% off your order. Try Cure today and feel the difference for yourself. Use our special code. B-W-A-A-A. For 20% off your order. Uh, your coupon will be activated at checkout. Try Cure Hydration. Stop drying out. Give us give us an idea, and and I think this is different for everybody, but... Like, why do you still watch King of the Hill? Why is that? Is why is it so comfortable to be able to slip back into a show like that? It's the dialogue. <laughs> it's the characters. I mean, yeah. It, even the even I I'll admit that I'm guilty sometimes when there's a string of four in a row, and I'll be like, oh, those aren't even my favorite. <laughs> but I still rewind them. I still DVR them, yeah. and I still make sure I watch them. Yeah. Because they're comfortable, and they're honest. And it's very clever, very funny, and there's lots of little things if you notice. Yeah. They treat little things, and you guys are really good at the local stuff because I don't get that. I appreciate it. And then there's some historical stuff that the younger people don't get because they don't know. Yeah. I just told my brother about LBJ when Buck Hill, uh, Buck Strickland, rather, held up the dog, and he's like, all these are top except for (laughs) that one. That was a little, and he holds them up just like LBJ. And I scrambled to find that picture to send it to Rusty to say, I don't even know if you 
know about that picture, but yeah. that was huge back in the day, and I learned oh, it yeah. in school. Yeah. And I'm not even from Texas. That's right. So I'm, yeah, I'm sure that it's yeah. in a textbook someplace, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, it's it's funny how they make those references to that kind of stuff, um, which it, it feels to me like a, uh, a Looney Tunes cartoon, right? I mean, in the old days, the Bugs Bunny and Daffy Duck stuff, um, a lot of it was written for adults. And uh, this oh, was all of it. At yeah, the beginning, yeah, this was this was just the the delivery system, right? Was a cartoon, and so uh, you talk about those little things and those things that go over kids' heads and stuff. King of the Hill is 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 you know no pun intended king of that stuff because they, yeah. they slip in not only the funny pratfalls but uh, the the timely jokes, the historical jokes, the the references to things, and then. Also, then you're able to tie it up with like a little morality bow at the end, you know, and that's I, I can't ever tell you that I've watched an episode of King of the Hill and felt bad about myself afterwards. You know, I mean, it, it always just makes you feel so good. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. For I, sure. I, can, I convinced anyway. my dad to watch it. Yeah. I convinced my dad to watch it when I told him it's a cartoon Andy Griffith. Yeah, that's that's uh, boy, that is spot on. <laughs> I've never really thought of that. Is that yeah. how you tricked him into watching it? Yeah. Yeah, That's and the crazy. first episode we watched it. is coming up. The first episode that I got him to watch is one that's a few seasons away. Which one is but that? it's the one where where the truck is dying and he's crying about the ro- you know he goes to see the movie about the roses and he's crying about oh, yeah. his truck dying. Yeah, and they're on the he's in the garage working on it and Bobby kicks around on a creeper. Yeah. And knocks the oil on the ground, and he goes, "Damn it, Bobby! Now people are going to think I'm a drunk." Clean that up. <laughs> that is my that is my dad. That is my dad oh. and me growing up my whole life. That's funny. Yeah. It was spot on, and so, they don't curse. Yeah, they don't get true. dirty. That's true. It's yeah, perfect for every age. The, the, it's, just, it's Andy Griffith. The dirtiest you ever get is is Hank raising his eyebrows at Peggy or something. You know, I mean, that's that's really it. It just doesn't they happen. They talk about you know? pornography. Yeah, but they don't get into it. There's well, a whole episode about teaching kids sex, and they she says vagina, and that's yeah. like the dirtiest <laughs> thing they've said in the whole show. Yeah, it's uh, it really is, does feel like no matter what subject, you could sit down and watch it with your parents at any age for the most part. You know, I mean, it's just. Uh, it's, it's, it's a very, I don't, I think people currently, they see it as this right wing, you know, kind of it's not, alternative it's so, it's thing. So it's so like apolitical. No, yeah. The uh, show is really just like, it's, it's either way. Either it's made for anybody. Yeah. It really is. It's so, so broad. The last episode that you guys did where you, where you took the emails, the last Friday yeah. episode that uh-huh. you just had, yeah. where you said that someone was uh, afraid. And I know I sent a message to, to Rusty saying, yeah, 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 you sent when, sure. when, when the, I can't remember the girl's name, but she was like, I'm afraid it's going to go basically too woke and it's yeah. not going to stick to it. And I was like, I bet her favorite character was Cotton. <laughs> you know? That's right. Because he was the last dying breed of those people. And then Hank is trying to get out from under that. Yeah. Stop the stop the procession of treating your kids that way. That's right. Bobby is the opposite. So he's flourishing. And that, again, is just like my family, too. Because my dad was trying to learn how to raise a kid that wasn't a mechanic. Yeah, and that was his life, and he couldn't yeah. handle it. So yeah, instead of meat, like it. So instead of meat, lot, it was you know? cars, right? Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Instead of propane, it was cars. He built street rods. Right. That was his life, and I wasn't into that. Right. Yeah. Bobby's I, not into propane. He deals with it. He knows enough about propane, like <laughs> you know, he knows enough about Spanish to say, "Don't correct your Spanish, Lucky." You know? Yeah. My my <laughs> dad kind of stuff. with my dad, it was fishing. You know, he was he was off fishing all the freaking time, and he wanted me to be a fisherman, 
And I just thought it was super boring and didn't want to do it. You know, I mean, I was, I wanted to draw, I wanted to make things. I wanted to be creative. You know, I just, I didn't want to go fishing. So So when you're watching Hank trying to get Bobby into propane and Bobby's not doing it, there you go. That's your call. That's your connection. It does. It speaks to all of us in in our, in our, in its own unique way, you know? And so, uh, uh, I just, I treasure the show and I, I really hope that the, uh, that the, that the reboot or, or reimagining or continuation of the show, whatever you want to call it. Um, I, I just hope it's, it's true to its roots. You know, um, nothing would make me sadder than to tend to see it be a different show. Um, well, I, I think they would shell out if everybody's running around in rainbow flags, because that's not who sure, they are. Sure. No, they're but not. If during and, the course of the season, they start to wake up to that. I think by, the, by, by like season 13, Peggy's best friend is a trans guy. Sure. A yeah, yeah, that dances yeah. at, a, at a club, and she gets mad because she is embarrassed that they thought she was a man. Yeah. I think that I think Hank would that be. That is a the, really funny episode. Actually. It is a funny episode. A really funny That's one. great. I think Hank would be the first one to support folks. He, he doesn't necessarily agree with it, and that's okay. But he would be the first one in line to support them for their right to do whatever they want to do. Oh yeah, he might you not know? agree with anything yeah. that anybody does, but he's definitely. Well, I, I tell you what, especially out. if somebody started calling them names or somebody was being mean to somebody yeah, else or whatever, like he'd be the all. first one there. It's yeah. kind of like uh, it's kind of like what I said that one episode. It's kind of like the racist old white guy mm-hmm. pulling over on the side of the road to help the black guy yeah. change his tire yeah. just right. because he wants to have some type of superiority complex over him, kind yeah. of thing. Like, oh, yeah. I better right. Yeah, that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. And Hank did that with the porno people. That's right. Remember, he did that with the porno people whose limo broke down. And yeah. he's like, I think something's wrong with our transmission. And he's trying to change his tire. And yeah. he's like, hey, yeah. they're going to die out here. we got to help them. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's he's true. like, oh, they're a bunch of jackasses, but I can't sit here and watch somebody die. Yeah. Right. And he had a petition trying to get them kicked out. But he pulled over and took them to their award dinner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, <laughs> Hank, Hank is a surprisingly outstanding uh, citizen. Yeah. Hey, and, and I think it, that's a rebuff against Cotton, who is a hundred percent anti everybody that's not Cotton. Cotton is white. Cotton male. is the worst. Cotton's the worst. Um, Artie, I would like to uh, bestow a, a title upon you. Uh, we are going to make you our chief information officer for the show. Oh. So uh, each each time that we refer to Artie from now on, Rusty, it is Artie Chief Information Officer for <laughs> Bois. Uh, we want to yeah, we want to make sure that you are you are seen for the uh, the properly guy that you are. Credited, yep, yes. properly credited. Uh, we'll start putting you in the uh, start putting you into the stuff and and uh, uh, I, I just I want to thank you again for for taking this ride with us and just being there always and sending us information um it it, it it you don't understand how much it means to us to have somebody like yourself who we've never met in real life uh to never. to do to do something like this and kind of follow us along and so folks, again thank free. you so much we don't pay yep, already that's right uh matter of fact we've cost already money <laughs> uh so it's it's uh i don't know it's for us already it's uh we do this out of uh you know, a love for the show, of course, but now we're, we're kind of stuck in it for the community. You know what I mean? So it's, it's great that you're like the founding community member. And, uh, we, like I said, we appreciate everything that you've done and continue to do, man. And, uh, you know, let's see where we go from here. I'm sure the evolution Absolutely. will involve you more Absolutely. As, we, as we go along. 
Yeah, I, we've got some plans already, and we'll uh, I'll get uh, Rusty to kind of articulate those to you um, as far as things in the future. But uh, we just wanted to say thank you and have you on. Uh, it's uh, long overdue. Well, you just made my day. Well, thanks, and man. I just I, again, I was telling my brother, I've been listening to you guys since like middle of season one, beginning yeah. of season two ish, somewhere in that range. Yeah. And I said the whole thing started because. I thought they missed a couple of things, references. <laughs> Not right. that you got anything wrong, but things no. that you could have expanded on. I, I remember that, that first inter- And I wrote kind of a mean email to <laughs> Mike because I didn't saying. know who I was writing yeah. it to. Yeah. And he turned me over to Rusty. And from that, I, I mean, I didn't think it was mean at the time, but no. I'm looking back, I looked at it, no. I was like, kind of, I was kind of like a jerk. I did not but take now, it that way, man. we are. Yeah, I did you not. You guys didn't take it that way. No, and you guys got back to me and said, well, then write us something and tell us what you think we should do here and there. And all of a sudden, I got turned down to Rusty. And That's it? That's it. That's it. I, I, now me and Rusty talk all the time, and I stick my two cents in. I send him pictures and little clips and my ideas. And dude, we'll sometimes take... I'm a little buzzed, and uh, <laughs> maybe he doesn't see the same thing I see, but okay. it's all in the same vein, you know. Yeah, yeah. No, it's uh, it's it's like being a family, right? I mean, you're not gonna agree with everybody all the time, and that's just the way it is, you know. But but we stick together. So again, thank you, Artie. We appreciate it. We we always appreciate you being in the background there and and sending us information. And uh, uh, we're gonna cut this one off, but uh, we know that you'll be around and you'll be listening and you'll be helping us uh, develop these episodes. And we really appreciate you. And I I appreciate you guys. And if I can get some stickers, I will conveniently start oh. sticking them places where people will see them. You got it, man. I don't I'll, talk I'll... to too many people, but I go places and yeah. I can stick them. I can be the graffiti. <laughs> Yeah, I'll I'll send you a pile, man. You got it. You got it. Right on. All right, guys. Well, uh, thanks for joining us again for uh, this uh, That Ain't Right Friday. And, uh, Rusty, where can they they find us? B-W-A-A-A-K-O-T-H dot com. That's it. That's it. It goes right to our stuff, and uh, you should be able to see everything from there. Uh, We will see you again on Monday. On Monday. And in the famous words of uh, Nardwar, the human serviette, Doot doot loot doot doot doot. I have no idea what that means. You know, you know the the, no. the the music guy? shaving a shaving a haircut two Nardware? bits. That's all you I know. know who Nardwar oh, is? I do know Nardwar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nardwar. Yeah, that's what he's. Artie, uh, do my sign off for me. Wimitanya. That's it. Wimitanya. All right, all we'll right, see you again. Artie. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.